Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon. Joined by a man who is, well, I gotta say, a little rattled this week. It's your host, Captain Tips. Silver rattled is an understatement. Burning with the white-hot fury of a thousand goddamn suns that are about to explode into a fiery supernova is a little bit more apt. Well, I gotta say, I do not blame you, Tibbs. After the, uh, the main event of last week's night, I mean, the world was shocked when Chuck Tibbs assaulted the god of the JWF, the man known as Momoa Curry, after weeks of playing some sort of a white knight to the JWF universe, your son Chuck decided, hell, I'm gonna let my true colors show beat the living hell out of Momoa before aligning himself with, of all people, Robert Hill. Tibbs, I mean, that is the man who has brought hell to Chuck's life, but now, looks like Chuck has turned the tables on. Don't know what the end game there is, Sills. I don't know how Chuck managed to get Robert on his side. I don't know what he's planning, but I can tell he's been planning this for weeks, Sills, ever since the day he took a steel pipe to my back muscles. Listen to that, Tibbs. There it is, the music of your son, Chuck, and he is walking out to the ring with, and of course, Robert Hill joining him by his side, his faithful bodyguard, you could call him, the king of the hill out in... I guess Chuck has got a message and hopefully an explanation for his damn actions as we start out this week's episode of JWF Ignition. Ever since the birth of this company, there has been one consistent voice at that commentary table. One universal constant of the JWF. And it was my father. Captain Tibbs. And during those years, not a damn soul has ever had the balls to lay a hand on him outside of the ring, and no one was strong enough to make sure he left his post. Without my father, this company would not exist. Without my father, there would be no Wrestlepalooza, no JWF Ignition. This whole world wouldn't exist. Until now. If I've proven anything over the past two weeks, it is that this company has evolved well beyond the need for my father. I've proven that this company can exist, hell, it can thrive without my father. And I proved that if anyone in this company deserves the opportunity to end Momoa Curry's career on the grandest stage of them all, it is me. Oh, you can boo all you want, but you know, you know that I'm right, and you know that you can't. Tibbs, listen to that. There it is, the music of the Hammer Man, the man that Chuck framed for your assault, and he is rushing that ring, and Tibbs, the Hammer Man, looks pissed. This warms the cockles of my soul, Sills. There he is. I'm sorry, Hammer Man. That is right, but oh, unfortunately, Tibbs, I think your son's going to have a whole lot more to be sorry for because Robert Hill is running defense, and he is just laying out the hammer man before... Oh, no, look at this. Chuck just rushing around the ring, calling the shots before Robert... Oh, drops him with a gaslighter, and Tibbs, he has just knocked the hammer man unconscious. Yeah, pick him up. Do it again. Do it again. Yeah. You see that, Dad? 
You see what your precious little hammer man getting destroyed in the center of the ring? And what are you gonna do about it, huh? I've seen the reports. I know your back's not cleared for competition, you worthless old fart. So what? What are you gonna do now? What, fire your own son, huh? You're gonna send me out on the streets? No, you're not. You old shit. You're worthless. You're a worthless pizza. Shut. I'm gonna need you to shut your goddamn mouth for one fucking second, all right? Because you know what pisses me off most about what you did to me now? Stay quiet. I can see you wanting to talk. I need you to sit down right in that goddamn ring and let daddy do the talking. You know what really makes me fucking angry about what you did, what pisses me off more than I've ever been pissed off in my goddamn life? It's the fact that several years ago I would have done the exact same goddamn thing you did. I would have taken my own father, God rest his soul wherever he is, and shoved him out of a ten-story window if it meant getting that match with Momoa Curry. But where you and me differ, son, is this. You think there's gonna be no consequences to your action? You think you're gonna stroll into Wrestlepalooza and fight Momoa Curry and you're gonna be the one to have his last match? <laughs> On the flip side, though, I know my actions have consequences, son. Hell, Chuck, it's arguable that the worst consequence of my action is this five foot ten pile of shit standing in the ring right now, red as a beat. And, Chuck, whether you like it or not, your actions are gonna have consequences, too. Because if you want this match so bad, if you want to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with the god of the JWF and put some finality on his career, if you want to rip away my spot from me, then you're going to have to do it in the ring at Wrestlepalooza, Chuck. I don't give a damn about who's medically cleared or not. I own this company, motherfucker. And son, I'd love to tell you that this is gonna hurt me a lot more than it's gonna hurt you. But I am Captain Tibbs, and I cannot tell a lie. Because you aren't just gonna be facing me at Wrestlepalooza in any normal goddamn match. It's gonna be nautical fucking rules, son! Well, ladies and gentlemen at home, an astounding announcement here from Captain Tibbs, and I'm sure as... Well, Tibbs, frankly, as a member of the JWF universe myself, I've got to say, what a dream match has just been made for Wrestlepalooza. Of course, I'm sure we all wish it was under different circumstances, but the Tibbs will collide. But Tibbs is not as a, a member of the audience as simply your friend. What the fuck is going on in your mind right now? I mean... Like Chuck said, you are not cleared to compete. This is a dangerous match. Sills, I'm, I need a second. <clears throat> I'm going to be honest. Might have got a little hot right there. You, got a little, you, let, you don't say. Just kind of take over for a second. And um, you know what? No, no, yeah, no. I'm going to beat the shit out of my son at Wrestlepalooza. Night one. And then I'm going to go on to face Momoa Curry night two. God damn it. 
Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen at home, strong words from a man who clearly forgot. Can't breathe right now, so. Yep, uh, strong words from a man who clearly forgot the last nautical rules match that he was in. But for now, speaking of men who have had uh, devastating nautical rules matches, that vicious, no-holds-barred, cutthroat type of match, I mean, a man who has been a specialist in them, is the nightmare, the man known as Gazi. And Tibbs, last week, Gazi shocked the world, not when he... I mean, usually when I say that, he has assaulted someone backstage, beat someone down with a pipe, but instead, last week, he shocked the world simply by extending a hand to the captain's champion, Crush Atlas, and saying, bud, I'm going to see you at Wrestlepalooza. Tibbs, I mean, if you want to talk about a sleeper hit, a sleeper match of the year contender, Crush Atlas versus the Nightmare Gazi has got to be up there. I think I'd have to say so, Sills. I'm seeing something that I don't think we've ever seen from Ghazi before. A, a show of respect. That is right. But for right now, the nightmare and unfortunately his manager, Lawrence Whitney, are backstage right now with one of our top interviewers. So why don't we hear what the nightmare has to say? Ladies and gentlemen, Dad the Dad McDonald backstage here with the man who made his plans for Wrestlepalooza quite clear last week. The man known as the Nightmare Ghazi and his manager, Lawrence Whitney. <clears throat> now, Ghazi, what led to you making such a bold challenge to the JWF Captain's Champion last week? I'm tired of having to prove myself. I'm tired of always having to wait my turn, wait in this line, that this door is closed that I'm not allowed to go through. That door should have been held open for me since day one. Day one. I took Scotty Moore and snapped his arm. Then I went and go reigning JWF champion, the Dylan, snapped his collarbone. It wasn't enough, was it? No, no, no. Ghazi had to keep jumping through these hurdles. He had to keep going over these hurdles and going through these hoops and going through every twist and turn because management didn't think Ghazi was good enough. I was told that I was too green, that I couldn't be in this business, that I wasn't ready for something like a Wrestlepalooza. What just happened a few months ago? That's right. I took the golden goose of this company, the Grand Slam, Blake Tanner, and I pinned him in the middle of that ring. And it's not enough, is it, huh? They still want me to prove myself. They still want me to be a good boy and wait my turn. I'm not being a good boy anymore, Crush Atlas. This is my time. I am ready. You're the only thing left standing in my way of my destiny. And I'm going to hurt you. I'm going to prove to the world what I already know. That when it comes to the JWF, nothing else matters. Only Gazi. And then know something, Gazman. You know, the rest of these imbeciles may not believe in you. 
But I do, I really do, which is why I want to make sure your Wrestlepalooza opponent is truly battle-tested by the time he gets to go face-to-face -face with you. So this Wednesday on JWF Defiance, I have gotten the dear Mr. Atlas a little test of his abilities when he faces off against the monstrous Big Cyrus Crane. And Cyrus... The last time you faced our dear captain's champion, you ended up, well, face up, staring at the lights, your shoulders pinned to the mat. Well, this time, let's just say you better not end up the same way. Whitney family, out. Well, Tibbs, I've, uh, that is a story as old as time, and it looks like we are hearing it again as Lawrence Whitney is now going to send Crush Atlas through it. I say a veritable armada of cronies before he can get to Wrestlepalooza. And, and, and you know what, Tibbs? I hate to get hot on commentary, but let me guess. I bet you the next three weeks are going to be a cakewalk for Ghazi while Atlas will be going through hell. I wonder uh, who that's going to favor come Wrestlepalooza. You know, Sills, you, you might have a point there. Um, while I normally, under normal circumstances, would be just as hot as you are about it, and I would try my damnedest to make sure that wouldn't happen, I'm kind of just exhausted right now, and we're just going to have to... Oh, God. I can't stop Lawrence Whitney these next few weeks, Sills. I've got a, I've got a match at Wrestlepalooza. Well, uh, we can only pray then at that point, Tibbs, and... um. Well, uh, Tibbs, I didn't hear the entrance music or anything, but, well, I'll, I'll be damned. I was looking in the ring. The ring was empty. I looked away, and now shitty Terry's in the ring. T how did he get in there? I, I don't how It doesn't make any sense. Oh, God, if he's sleeping under the ring again, so as we told him not to do that. I mean, the options are either he's sleeping under the ring, which is a bit of an issue, or alternately, he is a wizard who can transport himself throughout time and space, which I feel might be a little worse. That would be true, Sills, but we've got like six of those guys at this point. Yeah, fair point, but we've only got one shitty Terry, and he's in our ring right now, so I guess we gotta hear what he's gotta say. This is, there is just, listen, in the script, it just says segment. We didn't plan anything for this. I thought this was going to be commercials and promo packages. But it's just Terry. So Terry's going to talk. Ladies and gentlemen, as we sit here, three weeks away from the grandest show of them all, the granddaddy of professional wrestling shows, Wrestlepalooza, shitty Terry has found himself once again floating through the ether. His body somewhere far away, his mind drifting towards salvation. But when I reached the gates themselves, I found a hand, a little fucking glove on, waiting to push me back. And he declared that Shitty Terry's time is not done. A voice calling out that Shitty Terry's destiny is not in his own hands yet. Which might just be the ketamine talking, but my point is this Shitty Terry knows he's not long for this world. And Shitty Terry knows that one day he's gonna have to take his final breath and walk his final step 
And Shitty Terry refuses to do that without one thing. A wrestle palooza moment. That moment will be Terry's key to salvation. That will be Terry's invitation to cross that rainbow bridge and stroll over to the world eternal from this mortal coil. And Terry can only have the right opponent for this moment. Which is why shitty Terry is sending out an open invite across the entire world of professional wrestling. I've sent my spirit colliding through the multiverse with an open invitation to Terry Combat, a multiversal competition where the best warriors of all the eight realms will compete in gladiatorial combat to determine which man will step up to shitty Terry at Wrestlepalooza. And, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just fucking hoping they got the invitation. If not, I dethrone Shao Kahn for, like, absolutely no fucking reason again. It's bullshit. My point is this. Shitty Terry is looking to walk eternal on the bridge they call professional wrestling, and the only way to do that is with my wrestle-palooza moment. So I'm calling to all the warriors across all the eight realms of professional wrestling and Valhalla itself. The Shitty Terry Open Challenge is coming to Wrestlepalooza. And the only question left is this. Who wants to live forever? Tips, what the fuck? So I'm having a hard time parsing how much of that promo was real because it was just close enough. Shao Kahn has not returned my text in four weeks. So you're saying that he did do that then? So what you're saying is that, hold on, Tips, here's this nice little bucket that I've written canon on, and you're wanting me to put inside of this bucket the concept that Shitty Terry has defeated Shao Kahn in gladiatorial combat. I, I'm not saying, I'm just saying he hasn't called me back, Sills. Alright, well, Shitty Terry, ladies and gentlemen, who apparently is Creating an invitational map. Tibbs, no one's gonna fucking come to this. I don't know what he meant by he sent out invitations. I don't... Did anybody get invitations? Is uh, this just gonna be... Terry? But here's the thing. Usually, like, an invitational, like, there's a, a title on the line, or maybe even, like, like, oh, yeah, I get to go wrestle someone like Kurt Angle. And I know he's not one of our talent, but, you know, I'm just saying at this point... Could be. This is Terry. Like, no one's gonna come wrestle Terry. Uh, is there, are there enough people in the multiverse who know who shitty Terry is that would constitute them coming through to fight him at Wrestlepalooza? That is the question, Sills. I am looking, and there has just been on my Wrestlepalooza sheet that is very secretive that I keep in my pocket at all times. Somebody has drawn on in a Sharpie Shitty Terry Invitational Combat and it is just penciled in right in between two. It's, I did not do this. All right, well, um, the multiverse is wide and vast and maybe there is 
<laughs> I'll tell you this, maybe there's one universe out there where Shitty Terry can find someone who wants to fight him, but I gotta say that is gonna be a long trip. That is gonna be a multiverse of madness, if you will, but speaking of shitty references to pop culture, Mark Plays has been an individual who's been running wild in uh, the JWF, I mean, ever since he's debuted, Tips. Mark Plays has been something special, Sills. So, you know, I, uh... I signed him to a contract as a move that uh, kind of worked out, kind of did not. He's uh, he's just been in everybody, everybody's business since then, almost. I mean, he has been involved with the JWF Championship ever since. I mean, he's fought the champion himself, the Dylan, for the title. And then ever since, he's been going uh, almost uh, trying to form a kinship with the number one contender himself, the man known as the Jebedook. But now we know in the last match of Block B of the J1 tournament, the Jebedook will be going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the man known as Mark Plays. And you know that has got to be messing with Jeb's mind. Well, so that is a, uh, an apt way to put it. Uh, Mark has been... Uh, Basically, trying to mold Jebedook in his image for better or for mostly worse for the last few weeks. And it has, I would say, affected the Jebedook in some way that uh, may have been the plan all along, honestly. That is right, but he is currently backstage with one of our top interviewers alongside his girlfriend, the number one contender herself, Tiffany. So why don't we go down and hear what the influencers have to say ahead of this epic couple of weeks of action. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Honeypot McMedicated Footbalm here, backstage with the team known as the influencers. Mark plays, and of course, the number one contender herself, Tiffany. Now, Tiffany, you've got a big matchup for the JWF Women's Championship at Wrestlepalooza, and Mark, you found yourself in top contention in this year's J1 tournament. How do you foresee things going for the influences in the next few weeks? Hello, everybody at home. My name is Mark Plays, and whether you want to admit it or not, I am going to be the winner of your 2022 J1 tournament. I mean, let's not forget, honey man, about a year ago, they held the first ever J1 tournament in this company's history. And who walked out of it victorious? Why, none other than yours truly, Mark plays. And whether the record books want to reflect it or not, the true winner of the first and only women's J1 tournament was this a beautiful slice of agua fresca standing next to me and your next JWF women's champion, Tiffany. Because as much as those idiots in the audience want to believe that they can achieve anything, as much as they want to believe that this big blue dot is their oyster, the truth is this. This world is our oyster that we can do anything with, not yours. And we're not looking to share that with... that with, um... Sorry, uh... Do you want to get that? Oh, yes, it's just, um, just <laughs> getting a phone call here. Probably another big sponsorship gig, you know. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Mark Plays here. Bon vivant and Gamers Gamer. How can I help you? Uh, oh, um, 
Hi, 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 Mrs. Bush. How are you? How are you doing today? Uh, oh, oh, okay. Uh, yes, you, uh, yeah, you don't have to scream. Um, no, no, um, every, every, everything's, everything's fine. I, pr- I promise. Yes, I'll, um, I'll, I'll be sure to let her know. Uh, yes. Love you, too. Bye. So, uh, that was one of our, um, most prominent sponsors, and she wanted me to let her niece... Tiffany know that at Wrestlepalooza, her only job will be getting Phoenix Driver ready for a cash-in, or getting herself ready to lay down. Wait, uh, no, no, that wasn't, no, don't, don't, Tiffany, please come back, Tiff, Honeypot, you ruined it! Well, uh, Tims, I'll give you three guesses as to who that was on the phone, and the first two don't count. Uh Uh-huh. So, is it just me, or is Karen Bush's terrifying woman? I mean, she is objectively a terrifying woman. The woman's cash-in-the-bag holder, Miss Cash-in-the-bag herself, the woman known as Karen Bush. And yeah, I think a lot of us had suspected it for a very long time, but that just confirms it that apparently Tiffany is simply going to Wrestlepalooza to be a, uh, a tool for the influencers, a tool for Karen Bush to finally get that championship and you gotta think for for Tiffany that's I may not be the biggest fan of her but that's just gotta break your heart yeah, to be known as the, the sacrificial lamb I mean still this is some Game of Thrones shit is that still popular with the kids I'm not sure Tibbs but you know who is popular with the kids our JWF world heavyweight champion himself the man known as the lord of the smart side the technical spectacle the dylan is a man who's been off in a training camp getting ready for wrestlepalooza for the past four weeks and tibbs let's be honest the landscape has shifted quite dramatically in that time that is very true sills i mean while uh, while dylan has been away training intensifying his workout being the best fighting champion he can be the landscape with jwf has gone through and turned upside down almost that is right which is why the champion is in our ring right now to talk about the jwf and more importantly his upcoming matchup at wrestlepalooza with the jebedook let's have a listen You ever take time off of work, travel, go on a cruise, see some family, and you come back from your vacation and your entire workplace is just a dumpster fire? It's kind of how I'm feeling after being gone for a few weeks. I walk in the door, I find out the BS of Reunited, JWF and JXT are fighting a civil war. Again, um, Tibbs got hospitalized, got out, and is fighting his kid. I believe also again. And yeah, all of this happens in the brief, brief time that I let this place run without me. But you see, that's the nice thing about being the champ is that I don't actually have to give a fuck about any of that. See, all I have to worry about is this belt, this ring, and whatever sorry son of a bitch is standing across from me when the bell rings. And guess what, Jeb? 
it's still you. Still you, but you seem to have problem with the singular focus that I have mastered. See, you're letting yourself be pulled in all these directions. J1, Mark plays this and that, and you aren't looking at where you should be, which is at me, at this belt, at the match that we have. And I have to tell you, Jebaduk, that that brings my respect for you down greatly. See, this is it for you. This is your moment, your chance at immortality, and you can't seem to get it together. And I'm telling you now, I'm giving you one last piece of advice you need to start. Or else when you and I face off across from each other, it's not going to be a match. It's going to be a slaughter. I am going to twist you up and break you down. So I need you to focus up, kiddo. I need you to take all the energy in that gangly body of yours, and I need you to bring the fight to me, because I always bring the fight. Because people come to my matches looking for a technical spectacle, and I guarantee you that I'm going to deliver like always. Well, Tibbs, there it is, the Dylan once again letting it be known to the Jebaduk, a man who has definitely had his mind in a lot of different places lately. If you don't get that mind straight, you are going to get embarrassed at Wrestlepalooza. You know, it says I am glad that some of these fights can just be about the wrestling. That is right, Tibbs, but this Wednesday is going to be all about the wrestling on JWF Defiance. And Tibbs, what a series of matchups we have coming to you this week. Absolutely, Sills. And I mean, every week, you're going to see fast-paced, hard-hitting action. And Sills, anything could happen. That's right. And this week is the finals of Block A of the J1 Tournament. And Tibbs, let's be honest, there's still a few names in contention. Blake Tanner, Griffin Clowns. There are a few names in here that could easily make a quick pass at the last moment to win Block A. But we're going to see Guy Fieri taking on Griffin Clouds. And Guy Fieri, you know he is coming into this match discouraged. Having not won a single J1 matchup, you know the king of Flavortown is seeking victory. Very, very true, Sills. This is going to be... Uh, uh, it's, get, it's getting down to the wire here for the J1 tournament. And we are so close as Wrestlepalooza approaches. You're only going to see two, two block winners, block A, block B, that can come through to the end. That's right. And then we got two other big J1 matchups, which honestly reads like a great tag team matchup as well as are the number one contenders to the tag belts. The BS are going to be in action against Robert Hill and Chuck Tibbs. Blake facing Robert, Scotty versus Chuck. And you got to think Chuck and Robert, they are on a tear lately. They are angry. And if I am the BS, I'm going to be seeking to exploit that this Wednesday. Uh, this is going to be a hard fight for each of the BS members to, to try to climb to the top of their respective blocks, but uh, uh, you know you're going to love to see it.
And also, I hope that Scotty kicks my son's ass. Uh, hold on, uh, Tibbs, I'm sorry. I hate to interrupt you here. I'm, I was just looking at the copy for this Wednesday's episode of Defiance, and, um, I look down, it looked normal. I look back, now it says, Terry fights buddy. What the what? fuck? I did not write... So, okay, I guess Shitty Terry is going to be in action getting ready for Russell Palooza taking on his his old sparring partner. I guess you could call him Buddy. Great. Okay, but, uh, I thought Buddy was his sponsor. I thought he was helping him get better. Ah, well, you know, sometimes sponsors have got to fight each other. But once all that fighting's over, it'll be time for another episode of Ignition next week where... We are going to hear from the winner of Block A of the J1 tournament, and we are going to hear from the man known as the Jebeduk ahead of that epic Block B matchup between him and Mark Place. And it's about time, Sills. About time. That is right. And then in the main event, I've been told that the team of Bananas and Pajamas and AJ Steele are going to return but this time they're going to have a big message for the group known as Team JXT, which of course at this point was Buddy, but I'll be honest, I don't know if Buddy's going to survive fighting Terry. And then of course the tag team known as Big Fiston, who have been making big waves here. So that is going to be a bizarre main event to say the least. Pretty wild compared to everything else on that card, Sills. This is... We, we're getting... We're going off into the ether space here sometimes. <laughs> that is right. But until next time, remember to support us at patreon.com slash a load of BS and pick up merch for your favorite superstars at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. You need to help pay for the surgeries that I need to have and then I'm going to have after Wrestlepalooza. <laughs> that is right. But until next time, he's been Captain Tibbs. I've been Silver Spoon and this has been JWF Monday Night Ignition and we will see you next time.